You've heard the headlines. Get some perspective now with Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. Good morning and a happy Thursday. This is the most Mondayest Thursday ever, right? We're going to jump right into the show with a policy shift at a Big Valley employer. The lead. Yeah, if you want to work for U-Haul, you better quit that smoking habit. Starting in February, the do-it-yourself moving company headquartered right here in Phoenix will no longer hire nicotine users in Arizona as well as 20 other states. They say that they're hoping to build a workforce that is free from nicotine addiction as a whole. Workers hired prior to February, they say, will not be impacted and their jobs are not in jeopardy. Yeah, and maybe this comes as a bit of a, a surprise to some people that U-Haul is a a Phoenix company. I mean, think of, about it. One of Arizona's largest. One of the largest. Yeah. They're known everywhere, if you will. And they are, uh, n- not just in this state, but in other states they operate, uh, I would dare I say where it's legal, because it's not legal everywhere yet, Pamela, is they say they won't even hire people who... Smoke. Arizona is uh, among 21 states where it's legal not to hire somebody who uses nicotine. Can't hire smoke. All right. Okay. Uh, we're also one of 17 states where you're allowed to test for nicotine. Yeah. So you can tell me, nope, I don't smoke, vape, chew, whatever it may be, and I can make you prove it Ouch. here in the state of Arizona. Here is what Jessica Lopez uh, with U-Haul told our newsroom. This um, policy basically is consistent with applicable state law. Um, no America or U-Haul company will hire individuals in the states where applicants who use nicotine products are not protected by applicable state law. This is um, in 21 states. Okay, yeah, so we already kind of went over that a little bit for you here, but why are they doing it? The big why, right? Mm-hmm. She talks a little bit about that, Bruce. It's a natural progression of our wellness initiative. Over the last four plus years, we have been committed to create a culture of health and wellness. Each year, it has been our mission to increase our wellness benefits, programs, resources to help the needs of all team members and families to conquer their health goals. This nicotine tobacco free hiring policy is the next step. It's future looking. We're hoping to build a workforce that is free from nicotine addiction as a whole. Okay, so Bruce, I still don't get the why in there. I think I think we can kind of boil down this a little bit more. Why would you haul be invested in their employees' wellness? Because it costs them money when it comes to insurance. Yeah, when yeah, it decrease comes to healthcare costs is what yeah, they're looking to do. That smokers. Yeah. Cost companies more money, and by costing more companies more money, in many cases, that also means it costs even non-spokers more money. And I cannot listen. They're a private company; they do anything they want. And you're in a state where you can do anything you want. You all could come out with an announcement that they're not going to hire people with blue eyes. They're within their rights. Okay, blue-eyed people are not a protected class, mm, and they're a little shifty. <laughs> uh, but what color are your eyes? They're not blue. I know mine are brown. Uh, mine are brown because okay. I'm full of you know what up oh, to here, well, right well, up to my eyebrows. Good to know. Stevie Z's got blue eyes. Um, But think about this. We can acknowledge that people who smoke, the nicotine addicted, uh, on average, may cost more, may have more sick days, may have other illnesses, maladies, etc. I'm not just talking about the worst case scenario like lung cancer, okay? But couldn't you say the same for a lot of other things? Like what? Give me an example. Somebody that's 100 pounds overweight. 
are they sick more often? What about heart disease? What about, you, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, I could, I think I can make an argument. I don't know what the number is. That There is a, whether it's BMI or pounds overweight or whatever, that you're pretty much like a smoker. Do you see what I'm saying? On a health thing. So, being that, being 100 pounds overweight is not a protected class, how soon till U-Haul says, we're not going to hire people that are, that are, have a BMI over a body mass index over blank or whatever. Okay, so because they're committed no, to healthy. Well, hey, you know what? But also, you you got to be careful. Why? Well, I I think it's popular to beat up on smokers, right? It's it super, is. It's super easy to beat up on people who vape or smoke. We look at scans at them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there has been such a, a decrease in the amount of people that have done that over mm-hmm. the years, right? Now, we know that there is an increase now with vaping and so on and so forth. But play along with me here for a second, I'm ready. folks. It, it's, it's easy to say, you people, we don't want you to smoke in. Nicotine Yeah, stain. exactly. Yeah. But it's not as easy. Weight is one of those things that is very touchy. It's very emotional. People are very sensitive about. And if you start going after people because they're overweight, I get the argument that you're making. And I think it's a solid it's all about, one. It's all about wait, wait, health wait. and money. I, it, it's a solid one, dude. Yeah. It's a solid one. But could you imagine mm-hmm. the social backlash that would ensue? The body positive fat shaming memes and hate mail and situations and the fallout if you all were to go that route as well right now today 10 years from now maybe different but i was gonna say because 10 years ago you wouldn't have said they would do this with cigarettes you yeah. see how things change sure. and, I, and while while you have an argument whether it's lizzo or anyone else out there that you can just be large and in charge okay and it doesn't matter how fat you are at what point does that start to change? And at what point do we go, you can be proud that you're 100 pounds overweight, but you are unhealthy. You are costing your company money. You're going to die early. You, you know, I'm like, at some point, there is a reality to it. You could be proud you smoked cigarettes years ago. I smoked three packs a day. Good for you. At some point, it became not good. You can do it, but not around here. Yeah. You know what? Smoking used to be very normal. I mean, by What's normal, Mad Men? I'm not talking about healthy. I'm just saying normal. Children. It's what you saw, right? I used to have candy cigarettes. Did you ever have the candy oh, yeah. cigarettes? Okay. So I had a couple different ones. Okay. Okay. So did you just have like the hard white candy hard with white, the little red tip yeah. on it? Did you ever have the bubble gum? Mm. So there was like the, the stick of bubble gum. Okay, not okay, say the okay, stick. Okay. It was more like the tube. It looked like a cigarette. Tube. It was wrapped in paper. Shut up. And there was like, um, I don't know if you would call it, like powdered sugar or something. Yes, it had like it. dust it was, on it. And you'd blow it and make it look smoke. Remember those? I'm Googling oh, to see if they still have, have those in other countries. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure I could find Probably like Thailand them. or somewhere yeah. where everyone still smokes. I bet you I could find them. Really? I bet you I could. They sound delicious. Well, but you know what? They were what? trying to train kids to It was to normal. Yeah. It was normal. Not good, no. but normal. And you know what? Right now, it's normal to be overweight. It's not it's, good. Obesity is normal. I'm just telling you, it's not good so, health-wise. So here we are now. Let's mm-hmm. look back, you know, 20 years you okay. know, in the rearview mirror. Um, smoking was normal. Not good. But people just kind of accepted it. I mean, I remember going into restaurants and do you want smoking or non-smoking? 
And airplanes, now, the right, smoking right, section. I never Wait a minute, that, we're yeah. all on the same plane, breathing the same air. I'm like, how is there a smoking section? Now we think that that's ludicrous. In the seat behind me. And you and I are talking about how we get that this is what U-Haul is doing. So here's my I wonder question: Twenty years from now, right? Will we see this with obesity? Because my question to U-Haul or other companies that are doing this, and there are other companies out there. I want to see Alaska Airlines. Yeah, apparently they, they've been doing, doing this it since the 80s. Yeah, since way back in the 1900s. I'd like to see some statistics. I'd like to see the numbers of the actual, let's go with this, the average increase, Mm -hmm. percentage increase in healthcare cost to the company from smokers, as opposed to the average increase in healthcare cost for employees that are overweight. I'd like you to show me that smoking is worse because my, my theory would be ready for this unpopular opinion. Because smoking is, has been less and less popular, fewer and fewer people smoke, obesity has been going the other direction. What do you want to bet that if you took a snapshot at U-Haul, and I'm not trying to pick on them. Again, it's, they're just welcome to your day in the news. There are more people overweight than there are smokers and 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 that if you looked at it strictly from we want a healthy company we want all our employees to be healthy and we also don't want to pay too much with health insurance health insurance that you could find other things that are negatively impacting employees more than smoking i think you can make a solid argument for that but again i want to see the numbers but you could see the numbers but again, it's what are we ready for right now? Because they're making a business decision. Obviously. Okay. And I don't think that they're, they're going to get massive backlash no. on this. Um, if they were to do that on a weight perspective, I think that there would be huge backlash. And here's the other difference. I'm ready. If you smoke or if you use nicotine, there are tests for that. There are nicotine tests for sure that. Sure there are. Right? So it's either a yes or a no type of situation. Define overweight. What does overweight mean? Fatty bumbalatties. <laughs> what is a fatty bumbalatti? I don't know what a fatty bumbalatti is. Daniel also makes the point What's on the Twitter machine. Say? He said, I hate when people take smoke breaks. Yeah. Do I get 20 minutes off an hour just for doing nothing? I, uh, that's got to be a factor into it as well. And I can acknowledge that. That, that smokers uh, feel the need to smoke while they're at work. And take breaks that non-smokers are still at their desk, still at their workstation, well, whatever. Wasn't there a company in, in, was it Europe or Australia that said, hey, you know what? If you are a non-smoker, you're going to get, what, two you extra get more weeks vacation of vacation a year? Because you're not standing out in the parking lot cutting down another burly. What, what are they doing? Burleys. Cutting down burleys. Another nail in your, your coffin? As the great uh, um, uh, comedian Dennis Larry said, Smoking takes years off your life. Yeah, but it's the final years. So I miss, you know, I miss sitting in a rocking chair. It's not like I miss my 20s. Okay. (sighs) U-Haul says they'll stop hiring nicotine users. Picking on the smokers or a smart business decision? Interesting. Hey, why did the Pope slap a woman's hand? And then why did he apologize for it? Pope Frankie. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. So, I've mentioned before, one of my one of my top movies of the year was something called The Two Popes. It's uh, Netflix? It, it's streaming right now. Is it Netflix or Amazon? Well, I can't I don't know the difference between them. They're just it's streaming. Um and it's about 
Pope Francis becoming Pope and basically taking over for Pope Benedict, who abdicated the throne or whatnot. And Pope Francis is, by all determinations, I think even for the casual Pope viewer, uh, a unique Pope in a lot of ways. Pope Frankie! He is not your traditional no. kind of what we've thought of as some of the previous Popes. I like but him. I like him, I like too. Him. I like him. I mean, and it's not like I've got Pope trading cards. <laughs> but I think Pope Francis strikes me as a genuine man of the people. But he and got he himself into... And he little, acts like the people, though. He, 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 maybe too much so, right? He act like the people this weekend. Yep. And, well, um, yeah, he got in a little hot water for it. Take a listen. Pope Francis is apologizing hours after slapping a woman's hand to free himself from her grip. The pontiff greeting the faithful after a prayer service in St. Peter's Square on New Year's Eve, smiling and shaking hands. Suddenly, a woman grabs the 83-year-old and yanks him towards her. Visibly stunned, he slaps her hand away. The Pope admitted, at times we lose our patience. Me too, and I apologize for the bad example I gave yesterday. Okay, so over the weekend, I saw the story. I was reading it, okay? And then I'd even heard heard it a couple of times. I hadn't seen the video. Is it fair to say that it sounds worse than it it is when you hear Pope angrily slaps hand of female worshiper? You're like, what What kind of a Pope is this? Yeah. And then you see the video. Let's go to the tape. Let's go to the video. Yeah, right. And you know what? Mm Mm-hmm. Pope Frankie? Yeah. I'm with you, man. Shouldn't apologize. Totally get it. Really? The guy's 83 years old. Right okay? off the bat. He, he's, you know, he is a Pope of the people. He's there. He's mm-hmm, talking. Mm-hmm. He's kissing babies. He's doing his thing. <laughs> and he goes to walk away. And his hand is kind of lagging behind him a little. He's right there on that fence. He's on the hey, on the fence line. You yeah, seem like where a yeah. politician shake hands. And he goes to turn away. And a woman grabs his hand. And it literally almost knocks him off his feet. Again, the guy's 83. Yeah. And it, like, yanks him back. And, and as if the yanking back wasn't bad enough, the woman still wouldn't let go. Let go of his He's hand. trying to like pull his hand, like, lady, let me go. And when she wouldn't, he slaps her hand. He I goes, think it's just like, a let me go. It's a natural reaction when you're like, don't, don't touch me. You don't know me well, like you that. Say don't touch. I mean, people do reach out and he touches them, and that's fine. But she, she literally grabs, grabs him. him and won't let go. Now, uh, yeah. So, like, if somebody did that to you, Pope or not, you might go, hey, 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 hey. no, 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 let go. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a human reaction. And you know what? The Pope is human. No. Believe it or not. And you know what? He goes yeah. from God I, to Pope I, to the rest I, of us. I'm sure, you know, he apologized because he then ran through the filter of, you know, what would Jesus do? Well, Jesus would apologize. Would Jesus have slapped the hand? I don't know. But it's one of those things where he apologized. And I'm not mad at the apology either. Because I think what that was, was, you know what? People expect more of me. And I didn't live up to that expectation. So I'm going to apologize. Can I tell you what I took from it? What? And when you watch the, when you watch so the, I'm not mad at any of it, actually. So he's walking the rope line. Do, 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 do. Vatican City, New Year's Eve, high fiving. You know what Kissing I'm saying? Babies, yeah, yeah. Kissing babies, yeah, high fiving, and maybe a couple knuckles. He's done. Yeah, like he's got to go do Pope stuff. It's like Mickey Mouse. Like he's only going to be here for another minute, and not everybody's going to get a high five. Mm-hmm. So he turns like I got to go. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I've shaken enough hands and kissed enough babies. And it's the next woman in line who didn't get her high five Whoa, handshake. What about me? And she grabs him. And what I took from it is, no, no, you can't leave until, you, until I get my, you know? And 
Again, she yanks him like he has to. It jerks him backwards. She Again, yanks him. Guy's so eighty three. He's lucky he didn't break a hip. And and it just struck me that she wasn't going to like. I've been standing here in the cold in Vatican City, and you can't. I've got something important to tell you. You're the Pope. I need to be blood. Whatever it was, and she wasn't going to let it go. Right, and, and you know, just what? like Mickey Mouse, just like yeah. Or whoever you're in line to get an autograph or high five from. Mickey's got to go, and you're like, no, I need my picture with Mickey. I've been waiting all this time. Now maybe, maybe even the the more interesting Pope thing was he apologized for it. I don't know if that's interesting. I think that that's par for the course. There's a certain in the, for Pope Frankie, yeah, because in the in the past, I think you could certainly make an argument that there's this sense of popes are infallible. I hope that word means what I think it means. But that you, why would you, your Pope, if you did it, it must be okay. No, I, I, I'm a big believer and we all make mistakes. Every single one of us, we all make mistakes. Apologize for them. When mm-hmm. you make a mistake, apologize. People want to forgive. They, they honestly, genuinely want to forgive. You've got to give them an opportunity. To. Yeah. And I think that that's what he did. He, he recognized, hey, you know what? I made a mistake. I wasn't proud of that moment. And someone will apologize for it. Now, again, I don't think he was wrong in what he did, but I like the fact that he apologized Can for I it. Can I point out, it was New Year's Eve. It was late. He's 83 years old, for God's sakes. Probably wanted to go take a nap. All right? I need to go have a lie down. Where's the Pope? I'm not up normally at this time uh, of the, this time the, of the night, okay? This is not my normal hours. He's a little cranky, maybe hangry. A hangry Pope. Hangry Pope. Maybe he needs a Snickers bar. Yeah, there you go. Hey, if you look closely, and yes, you probably will have to look closely, there's a new button on many of your favorite websites. What exactly does it do? And of course you're going to hit it. We'll talk about that coming up next on Arizona's News Station. Arizona's News Station. KTAR News on 92.3 FM. Get some perspective. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. The concept of privacy, especially online, may sound like a wish, but leave it to the state of California that passed a new law where companies are going to have to be compliant and you even not being in California, may benefit from this. You'll be able to find out what companies are collecting about you, and then you'll be able to say, no, I don't want my data sold to third parties that I've never heard of. Okay, you know, it sounds good, and I'm not mad at it. I'm glad California is going in this direction, and in fact, it's starting to spark some new legislation in other states Mm -hmm. out there. But I think that there's something else that's really important for us to talk about, because I'm one who is very concerned about privacy, a privacy advocate. And what this law does is put a lot of the onus on you. Opt out as opposed to opt in. Yes, which sounds good, right? I'm trying to like figure out how to explain this because I I just, in the break Their hope is that you don't click the button. Okay, so let's talk about the button. Okay, there is, it's not as a button, it's a link, right? So it's going to be easier for massive, big websites out there just to make a change to their current website for everybody, not just California users. And have you gotten any emails in the last couple of days? We're updating our privacy policy. Yeah. I've gotten a ton of them. Well, the reason why... Part of this is because of this law. Yeah, because the California law went into effect yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to the bottom of pretty much 
any major website. I mean, all the way at the bottom. Yeah, all the way. All the way. Kind of like at the like contact us because they don't want you to contact <laughs> they don't want them. You to contact no. them. So Who it's, made it's the an, website. You're you're looking for a you, what is it? Do not sell my information. Is that I'm what trying, it's called? I think that's what it is because I, I just I did this on like three different websites during yeah. the break. Uh, and clicked I, it. I did, and I went through the process. So the one I have least uh, confidence in would be CNN. Because I went to the very bottom of the CNN okay. page, and um, when I clicked on it, uh oh, what is this? Do not sell my personal information. Yeah, when you click on it, it just gives you some facts. All right, and you can set like a, a filter. It says it never sells your stuff to third party candidates. That's always active. The one that seems to be the most legit time. Time, so what time, time magazine. Here, here's the here's the interesting thing, and and it makes sense. You have to provide them personal information, In order? so that they can't sell your personal information because they can't. Here, I have been looking for the do not sell. You found it. Oh my god, it took forever. That's the CNN one. Yeah, your privacy. I haven't seen another site do it the way CNN has done it. Um, Strictly necessary cookies. Share my data with third parties. Your privacy. Yes. Time. You have to give them your name. Your address. I'm always. That's like those ones where you try to unsubscribe or opt out, which, by the way, I think is a scam. I don't believe you can unsubscribe from any email, and because I think when you go there and click on it, it subscribes you to new ones. But the thing is, is in order not to sell your personal information, they need to know who you are not to sell it. God, that seems. Bizarre. I know, right? Right. So then, time sends you like a you know what is it, like two. They send you an email mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, was this you that did this?" Uh, and I went on Fox News. I didn't get too far on the Fox News site because they told you to click on another link, which t- took you to another page, and you were like, mm. "No, that says you know what you already have checked off in your settings." So here's the thing: Do not. Sell it's, my it's, I'm seeing at the bottom of a bunch of websites. Well, yeah, because they have to legally. But how's this enforced? All right. How is California going to enforce this? What does that look like? We don't know. Is your user experience going to be different? Are you going to be penalized by these websites? By you click on this that you aren't going to have maybe the full access to a website. And and that might that might happen a little bit, but businesses can't charge you extra or refuse to provide a service if you take advantage of it. Okay, great. I hear, um, can I ask you something? What's up? So I clicked on one here on a website, and it has the California Consumer yeah, Privacy yeah, yeah. Act, CCPA. If you are a California resident, California Civil Code Section 17928 may permit you to opt out of the sale of your personal information third parties. Yeah. Since we're not clicking it in California. Different websites are handling it differently. Is that why, like, when you went to see, it, it just says, yeah, here's our privacy information. Well, I want to opt out. Well, you can't. You don't live in California. But in time, at time.com, they ask, are you California or aren't you? Are you other? Because they're probably tracking, again, that's what they do, mm-hmm. right? Who's from California? Who's not? All those types of things. Here's the thing. Um, it's a first step. Okay, it's, fair. It's a clunky. It's not perfect. It's a wobbly. It's an uncomfortable <sighs> first step. But I think that the very existence of this law is a victory for consumer privacy. It, it shows that people are concerned about it. Here's here's my question, I guess, when you move forward with it. Um, I don't know. At first, I think of it like, uh, you know, when you're watching YouTube 
Would you like to skip this ad? Has anybody ever not clicked that? Right. It's only if you've walked away from it and gone to the bathroom and then you come By the back. Way, you're like, oh, it's ready to play. YouTube. Okay. I think my last 10 years says, yes, I want to skip this ad. Um, but this idea that you're – because if I understand the business models correctly, a lot of websites out there provide you with content, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. You don't pay them anything. They make their money off of data collection, selling your data, targeted ads, etc. And so if the business model fundamentally changed for these websites, what does that mean? It's a, it's a law of unintended consequences, and we don't know. Facebook's going to send me a bill? What, what, well, not necessarily. What some out there are saying right now is that, at least in California, because this is where it's the law, yeah. right? Not many people are going to take advantage of the protections that come with this because it's kind of wonky. It's kind of heady. It's hidden at the bottom. It's hidden at the bottom. And even after you click on it, you're like, you want me to do what? Do I trust that? I don't know. Am I supposed Mm. to give you more information? So what they're saying is few people are going to take advantage of these new rules and rights that are being afforded to them. But enforcement and to make these changes in California is going to cost businesses Upwards of $55 billion in additional charges. So the argument is that few consumers are going to take advantage of it, but all consumers are going to be paying more to help businesses cover the cost of it. That's the true law of unintended consequences, right? The We're going to have to be in compliance with this in some way, shape, or form, something that many of you are never going to click. Be- and I think the but reason... But just start somewhere. But the reason why is I still don't think it has been... Uh, maybe effectively communicated as to how am I harmed? Okay. Okay. What is my downside? So I get targeted ads for hiking boots because I posted pictures hiking. Like, how does that hurt me? So uh, have you ever done 23andMe? No. Okay. I wouldn't either. But I know a lot of people out there going, whoa, did she just I like serial killers a little too much. 23andMe. That I'm unwilling to admit to anything else. But the DNA testing company gave a drug company, uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Yes. Access to what they call de-identified data. From millions of customers who probably thought that their DNA was only going to be used to discover, you know, where they came from. But instead, it's also been sold to a drug company. And that's your personal information. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And, and the, the database that is being built on all of us. Yeah. yeah what, do I gotta, what do I got to hide? Well, I got millions hide. of points What do I got to hide? Until... You do. Mm-hmm. Until somebody finds a way to weaponize that, and then we're all I still, just I still prefer toast. targeted ads for things I care about as opposed to ones where I'm like, what? who the hell sent me that? Baby bottles. I don't need baby bottles. Uh-huh. Would you donate money? Would you go to a GoFundMe site to help pay for someone's wedding? We're talking about that up next on KTAR. <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News on 92.3 FM. Ugh. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. Gives me hives. Uh. Like I'm going to break out hives at that sound. I'm a, whatever that is, I'm allergic to it. Think you're going to catch the wedding? You're, you, 
Like, I'm stupid. I don't have to make things up to sound stupid. <laughs> I have a recurring nightmare that I attend a wedding and get married by accident. <laughs> wow, to dive into that one, what's going on you in know, your subconscious? Because, have, okay, and here's how I, it plays out in my head. Have you ever seen, like, it's always in a movie, like someone goes to an auction and they, they like, wave to their friend in the back of the room, they buy a million-dollar painting? Right. That's what I think it, it's, I think it could happen like that. Like at the wrong point, I'll go you chew, and they go, girl? "I do." No, I said a chew. Wait a minute, call time out, back it up. Nope, it's already happened. Come on, man. Well, so anyway, if you're going to get married, Bruce, uh, uh, God, let's hope. When's not. that going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Do do. do be is that really what women are looking for? <laughs> I find that hard. To uh, find that. You hard know to what play. couples are looking for, though—a little extra cash in order to oh. finance the nuptials. That, which is qu- okay. So seriously, we're talking about the millennials, and again, anyone younger than you is a millennial. Your <laughs> <laughs> kids today setting up things like GoFundMe pages, which I, you know, I remember when GoFundMe first came out, I kept thinking, oh, this is th- these are for like people that can't afford their cancer pa- their treatments. You know what I'm saying? These are serious issues. Two, we just want to have a more extravagant wedding or honeymoon than we can afford will you please give us money it's happening yeah on gofundme so uh, yeah you know a lot of them though bruce when it comes to like weddings and gofundme pages are more for those like emergencies right it is the crisis couple no but the couple racing down the altar because of a cancer diagnosis Okay. Okay. Or, you know what, a destination wedding fund that they lost because they got scammed out of it. Okay. Okay, You know, stories like that. I paid from our wedding. I had paid for a wedding photographer, a deposit and a substantial amount of cash. Yep. And I got an email from him. Uh, Gosh, I should have saved it. It was brilliant. It's like I've fallen on hard times. Uh, I've left my wife. And uh, please don't come looking for the money because I don't have any of it. Oh, good yeah, times. Great. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Uh, yeah. But things like that, right? Extraordinary circumstances. Now, now, though, we have some that are just simply saying, hey, we can't afford our own wedding. Can you help out? Well, we, well, not that we can't even afford it. We can afford some sort of wedding. We just want a more extravagant one. We want a bigger venue. We want to invite more people. How about we this? want the destination. And you know what? I'm calling shenanigans. One couple asking for three grand three thousand to make their wedding day, quote, as special and beautiful as the day we met. Okay, so how much did you spend the day you met? You know how much they've raised? What? One twenty five. Good. Yeah. Good. But the sucker's born every minute. I mean, why do people do this? Because people actually contribute to well, it. Hold, you say that, and and how many times have we had the story of you know the the elderly bus driver bullied by a student, and they set up a GoFundMe page Millions to get a million of dollars, dollars right? right? Exactly. So people are like, well, how come I can't get a you know couple grand for my wedding? Here's the thing, though. You, have you ever heard of uh, donating to somebody's honeymoon fund? No. Okay, I have. Oh. And I don't have a problem with it. Okay. So here, here's my thing. If so your what, what, idea, why is the honeymoon fund different than the wedding fund? I don't. Ha- I don't see a difference. Okay. So if mm-hmm. let's say my cousin, all right, let's go with cousin, is going to get married, all right, and in lieu of gifts, uh, please contribute to my okay. wedding fund. Okay. Or in lieu of gifts. We have enough stuff. We don't need another... We really want to go to Tahiti. Can you donate to our honeymoon fund? If I'm going to get you something, all right? I'm going to get you something. And you get to decide what that is. People have wedding registries all the time. And if you don't want that, you know, glass vase from Crate and Barrel that you thought you needed, but you would rather have money for a down payment on a home. Cool. 
But you don't want you don't want just cash, you know, like put it here, put it there. I'm down. But here's the thing: I'm not donating to your wedding, just and then getting you a gift as well. Okay, I would I reserve the right to change my mind at okay. any time. Did I convince you? So, if it's in lieu of gift, yeah. and if you're going to spend the same amount of money that you would on an Instapot for them, and you just give them the money instead, I guess I'm okay with that in that context. What I hear from this too, and these GoFundMe pages also are not just for the wedding. The guests. Oh, they're for they're, strangers. They're trying to get oh, everybody yeah. and anybody who's ever run into them Why to donate you? money. Why wouldn't you? I mean, heck, if it works. The thing is... Sucker born every minute. Exactly. Sucker born every like, minute. I, I, I think it's tacky. I, if I, I donated 50 cents, do you think they would get the idea that I think they're being gauche? Oh, my goodness. What a good word. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it means, but I like it. But it's one of those things where if, if, this, is, if this is how you want to spend your money, who am I to say? No. I'm cool. If this is what you want in lieu of gifts, fine. Now, if I am on my Facebook page and say cousin has a GoFundMe site up because they want to get married in Turks and Caicos and can't afford it, there's no way. Uh-uh. That's a you problem. Cran- Cranberry Township's beautiful this time of year. Exactly. Get married there. Not quite this time of year, but yeah, exactly. Bring a parka. Okay. Um. But this gets into, and and it strikes me that, dare I say, the motivation or the issue is that there's a keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, whether it's perfect Instagram weddings or or say yes to the dress or whatever, these reality TV mm-hmm. shows, sure. that there's this idea that you, you need to keep up with something. Here's the thing. If that's the barometer for which you are measuring your life, you're never going to win. Well, but so, I point out you're going to get divorced quickly. And you know what? When you're can gonna, I bet on that? You're going to be in debt and miserable. I'll give money to the divorce. So, like, stop now. Mm-hmm. Don't try to compete with other people. Here, here. Words of wisdom from Pamela. How about it? New year, new minimum wage in Arizona. But will more money in paychecks mean less, fewer jobs? We're talking about it. It's coming up next on Arizona's News Station.